Hello and welcome to episode two of United United. I'm here with Dave. Hello. And we're going to be here speaking about match day two. Um, just before we go on to that, obviously you're listening to episode two. Um, you must have enjoyed episode one, otherwise you probably wouldn't be, be here. So, welcome back. Um, Dave, I want to come to you um, talk about West Ham's game against Leicester. You predicted a 3-0 Leicester win in um, episode <laughs> one. How did that get on? I was pretty close. Um, 4-1 to West Ham. Uh, unexpected, uh, but very pleasing victory. Um, we got a couple of players really on fire there. Uh, ben Rama um, and Antonio. You know, Ben Rama with one goal, Antonio with two. And each of them with an assist. So I'd say get them both in your fancy league team for next week if you do the fancy league. Um, yeah, uh, probably a turning point of the game. Uh, we went 1-0 up, but then Perez with a horrendous tackle, getting himself sent off. It was uh, never a red card, was it? Well, you know, you say that, but the referee said it was. And I think when you slowed it down in slow motion and froze the frame to see uh, the West Ham player's ankle getting bent in half, then it was an obvious red card. So that worked in our favour. Um, and of course, Antonio, just to say, just to mention as well, he became the leading West Ham Premier League goal scorer of all time in that game. So that was a, an historic moment. That that can't be many goals, can it? Can you can you give us that statistic? Uh, forty nine. Wow! So that's pretty impressive. Forty nine goals, the most goals any West Ham player has scored in the Premier League, um, beating Mark Noble, who scored most of his with penalties, of course. But um, and uh, and of course um, overtaking um, Paolo Di Canio and Carlton Cole. So illustrious company there for. Um, for the great Antonio. And just to say, you know, he celebrated his um, going ahead in the in the goal-scoring stakes by dancing with a cardboard cutout of himself. And that is class. Well, first of all, I just want to say on that, um, obviously you've carried on this, this look into game week two. Um, you went Leicester went down to ten men and it gave you an easy game. Uh and then just on this Antonio, this ridiculous celebration um that you say is class. Can I just ask you what you would say about that if Pogba picked up a cardboard picture of himself? Well obviously if Pogba did it, he would be shown up to be the egotistical player that he is. Um but, you know, we're talking about different people here. You know, Antonio, a humble man, um, a sense of humour. Pogba, moody. Um, as I say, a little bit arrogant, a little bit egotistical. So I think you're comparing apples with oranges there, Jim. Well, if you say so. Um, I just think it was a bit of a... A bit embarrassing for Antonio. <laughs> <laughs> well... Yep, some would say that, but um, I think it was class, as I say. And, uh, you know, to reprise the dirty dancing lift 
at the end of that film was just a magical moment for every West Ham fan. Not embarrassing at all. Uh, we all loved it. So that, that's pretty much all I've got to say on the matter. And uh, yeah, a comprehensive win for the Hammers. So I think that may have actually put us top of the league. Uh, if I remember, when I looked at the league table the other day, um, we we went top. So very happy with that. Um, it just shows which which direction we're going, which is staying up. And we now only need 34 points. Uh, so very, very pleasing. Um, what about your your boys? Um, what happened to them this week? Because I, I, if I remember, just uh, before you start, um, I think it was Southampton, wasn't it? And you predicted a comprehensive uh, thrashing. So uh, I presume that's how it went. How, how did it all go? Well, I just want to say it didn't occur to me last week that um, we did beat Southampton 9-0 in the previous season. So... Oh, yeah. I should have considered that Ollie was going to play a weakened team to, um, you know, keep it fair for the league and keep it fair on Southampton this week. So no, when I, I saw the lineup, sort of give them a chance, was it? Is that the idea? Yeah, exactly, exactly. We, you know, we wanted to give them a chance, and we didn't want to rub salt in the wounds, basically, from that nine-nil thrashing of the season before. Right. Um, so when I saw the lineup um, this week against Southampton. It was obvious to see that we were taking it easy. Matic, Fred, Lindelof, Martial. We had all these playing, our, our reserve players in, in in the squad. In the starting 11, actually. And um, it was a 1-1 draw. Uh, so, not, not the comprehensive victory you were predicting. Yeah, but, you know, like I said, taking it easy. Giving all the other teams, such as West Ham, a chance this season. Um, just, just you know, give them a sniff at the start of the season, and they'll fade away quickly. Um, however, I'd like to just mention Pogba with another assist this week. Um, so that's five in two games, and someone who wasn't mentioned in episode one, but that was um, that that's got to be Mason Greenwood in this week. He, he was sensational. He is the greatest young player in the Premier League. Um, I think he's up there with Rooney's level when he first burst onto the scene. He is phenomenal. Um, we talk about Mikel Antonio. Greenwood's going to surpass him within a season. And how many did Greenwood score uh, in this game? So Greenwood scored one. Right. Um, but like I said, we once he scored that goal, uh, you could you could sort of get the sense that Ollie was telling them to take the foot off the gas. You know, a one-one <laughs> draw will be be enough. Yep. So yeah. That's that's pretty much the highlight of um, of this week's game. But I've also, like I said, I've got to mention um, the reserve players that played. Fred, he got an own goal. Um, so that's just typical of him. Yeah. Uh, Lindelof, Matic, Martial, you know, we're probably not going to see them in a United shirt again in many important games anyway. So playing your second string against Southampton and that backfired massively. So... Yeah, okay. I can sort of see what Solskjaer's tactics are, um, sort of. I'm not quite sure, but anyway. Um, so yeah, okay. Well, that's that's uh, that's an interesting summary about that. Um, who have you got next week, Jim? So we've got Wolves next week at Molyneux. Um, so I think we'll probably step it up next week. Uh, my prediction would be, and I think that's what Ollie's thinking will be as well. I think we'll step it up. Um, we'll get a comfortable win at 
Molyneux and um, put us back on track for that for that twenty first league title. Um, yeah. What about what about West Ham? Who are they playing next week? West Ham are home again. Um, this time to Crystal Palace, and um, I've got to say, what are Palace thinking? I mean, they've signed Vieira as manager. They've brought him in as manager. Um, he's one of those appointments. I don't know what you think, Jim. He's one of those appointments that just doesn't, I just can't see it working. You remember a few years ago, they appointed Frank de Boer at the start of the season and he lasted five games. I can see this going the same way. You know, I, I am firmly predicting Vieira will be out by the end of September and we'll be putting the first nail in his coffin. Uh, That's a minute. big statement, Dave. That is a very big statement. Well, not really. I just think it's obvious. I think it's just the way the way that it goes. You know, Palace are obviously s- sort of thinking Vieira is going to come in and do something special, but I just it's not going to work out. It's not going to work out, and I think we're going to, you know, West Ham are going to start the start the process of him failing and leaving, and that's what we're going to see. Uh, that's what we're going to see next week. You mark my words. Well, we've all marked your words, and we'll come back to this definitely. Um... So just be, just before we uh, go on to our second teams, who have you gone for as your most annoying player or or, or person this week? Yeah, it's a good question. Um, you know, with uh, with a four-one win, um, it's very hard to pick out a player um, that uh, annoyed me. But um, nevertheless, I've done it, and I'm going to pick uh, Yarmolenko. Just uh, you know, he turns it on in the Euros, and then for us, he's just not done it. He's just not done it consistently enough. Um, Is that bad management, Dave? No, no, categorically not. I think it's just uh, a player who's, um, I don't know, maybe he's just not committed to the club. Maybe he is committed to the club. Maybe he's just not good enough. I don't know. Uh, we're playing at a very high level now, probably higher than international level. So uh, maybe it's just all too much for him. It's hard, it's hard to know what it is. Yeah, you, you could understand a player that isn't fully committed at a club like West Ham. You know, it's never anyone's dream to you know grow up and be a West Ham player, is it? So you can start, you can sort of see that. Yeah, it's Mark Noble's dream. Yeah. Um, yeah. Maybe that makes your point for you. But... Uh, yeah, maybe, maybe you're right. Maybe it's just maybe he sort of accidentally ended up there, not quite sure what he's doing, and uh, doesn't know how to get out of it. That might be the explanation. But whatever the explanation is, uh, quite annoying because the guy's got some talent, but he's just we're just not seeing it on a regular basis. So that's mine. What about yours? What? Uh, who's your annoying player? Well, it was hard to pick it. Pick, pick just pick one this week, basically, and. Um... I feel as though this name's going to come up quite often in these podcasts, and that's Fred again. And that's because you don't uh, like him. Primarily. Well, he's he's you know he's proved me right with an an own goal this week, um, an own goal, probably sixty percent pass accuracy. But I'm not going to just attack him this week. I've got Lindelof, or as I like to call him, Victoria Lindelflop, um, <laughs> the granddad of the team, Nemanja Matic, and. You know, Martial, he thinks it's Thierry Henry, and yeah, he's he's 
he's just got to go soon. Hopefully, he'll get he'll get shipped out before the end of the transfer window because it just wasn't good enough by these guys. I, I think the thing with Fred, though, you know, yes, he scored an own goal, but he was trying to block a shot. So you know, you got to give some credit there. He was actually trying to do something positive. Well, some could say that he was trying to block a shot. Some could say that he stuck a leg out, um, which was very weak of him, and just hoped for the best. And the shot yeah. was actually going wide. The replays confirmed before the, he the shot was going wide. Yes, before he deflected uh, it. Wasn't so I can sort of but see where you're coming that, from. Can I just say on that? Sorry, um, hmm. and I mentioned how that how that goal came about. Right. Bruno Fernandez was fouled. Jack Stevens went straight through the back of him, and um, I don't know how the ref didn't spot that. So I'd also like to mention the referee in my most annoying person of the week because that was yeah. just it was just pathetic. That was when um, Fernandez was muscled off the ball, wasn't it? Fairly, he was he was shoved in the back. Yeah, he was shoved muscled in the back. off the ball fairly, and then uh, I can't remember who had the shot for Southampton, but it was going well wide, and then Fred stuck his foot in the way and deflected it impressively past um, past your keeper. So I can see, yeah, I can see uh, what you, you, where you're coming from there with Fred, anyway. And I think maybe, dare I say it, you need a you need another midfielder shipped in. To shore shore that up because it's not looking not looking good for you. Well, I feel there's something you know something else going to happen in this in this window. Um, well, it better have be for your sake. I think you need to sign some players, uh, as do West Ham, of course. Um, we'll be signing some top quality um, Eastern European players. Uh, I'm sure we've got um, Suchek on the case, um, telling the manager about any other mates of his from the Czech Republic that uh, he'd like to get into West Ham. So we'll see how that works out. Yeah, I can see that happening with Moist. Okay. Um, what uh, what else uh, have we got today? Jen? Yeah, so we've got our um, we've got our second teams. Um, ah, second teams. So we're going to see how Spurs got on. How well, they get on, Dave? Unfortunately, um, Wolves didn't do me any favours at all. Uh, very, very disappointing. Uh, Spurs won one nil. Um, gutted about that. Um, Nuno back to his old team, snatched a one nil victory, and uh, they are hundred percent at the moment, which uh, is is incredibly disappointing. That puts them uh, joint top with you, right? Uh, we say joint top. I think. Um, they're in the top. They're, they're there and thereabouts, but their goal difference. They're not scoring the kind of goals that uh, that we score. So they'll be scoring again, right? When Hurricane's back, back in the back in the lineup. Well, the lineup. well, that's another story, isn't it? Because I I'm ex- f- fully expecting him to be gone by the end of this transfer window. He's going to go to City. Mark my words, and that will be the end of Spurs. That they will disintegrate once he's gone. They will fall apart, and that can't come soon enough. So, um, yep, just watch this space. You've heard it here first. Um, Well, in fact, quite a lot of places have been saying Kane to City, but I'm predicting the demise of Tottenham once he he goes. So, looking looking forward to that. Yep, we'll see. And um, my team that I'll be supporting this coming week is, um, for match day three, is, is Watford, the Hornets. Yep. Uh, FA Cup finalist 1984, Elton John, 
playing at Vicarage Road. That's their, their home ground. I know, you know, I've done my research here. And so with that kind of pedigree, I am firmly expecting them to uh, do a number on Spurs and um, and beat them. So that's uh, that's my team for this week. Come on, the Hornets. Uh, that's my yeah. second team that I'm supporting. Well, How- to me, that sounds like another Spurs win, but um, we'll see. Yep, well, right, let's, let's hope not. Who, who have you got? Uh, who are you supporting? Who's your second team this week? Yeah, well, well, this week I was supporting um, Burnley. Sean Dyche's Burnley. Oh, yeah. Um, I'm just going to give you an interesting fact of this game just before I go on to the scoreline. There was 18 fouls, no yellow cards during the whole game. Mm. Uh, I think that says a lot about Mike Dean. Um, unfortunately, same happened here. Liverpool um, got a 2-0 win over Burnley after finally breaking down the uh, solid defence. Um, you know, it was a full Anfield and it's just too loud. It's just too loud. Um, <laughs> not not the fans, they put the speakers on to try and make it sound like... Uh, like there's an atmosphere, but yeah, I just think that's not fair. I think they should have allowed the Burnley fans to outsing the Liverpool fans, like they probably would have done if, yeah. if that was possible. Even even with you know them being outnumbered, yep. Um, but that was disappointing, really disappointing. So I'm hoping next week. Um, I don't know how I feel about this supporting Chelsea, but it is Liverpool Chelsea in the next game week. So, um, well, I, I predict. A comfortable win for Chelsea in this game because, you know, Chelsea are just a class above Liverpool, really. Uh, not quite Man United class, but they are a class above Liverpool. So I could see um, see Liverpool's um, run coming to an end. Well, I think that's something we'd all like to see. Um, not that uh, it, it's hard for me to say that because uh, I'm not a big Chelsea fan, as you can imagine, but um, I think I'm with you on that one. So let's uh, let's be cheer- cheering on the Blues. Yep. Um, blue is the colour. Football is the game, and uh, we'll see what happens. So well, yeah, let's uh, yeah. let's cheer them on. Yeah, I'm with you on that. Uh, yeah, definitely. So that I think is a wrap. Um, if you're happy with that, Dave, got anything else to add? Nothing else to add, Jim. I think uh, that's we've done. We've done week two, match week two, and uh, looking forward to uh, seeing how all this turns out in match week three. Definitely. So, uh, thanks again to our listeners for tuning in, and um, we'll see you in episode three. Goodbye. Goodbye. Goodbye.